Good morning. 早上好 He is risen today. 他已经复活了 Yeah. And when I think of Easter, I think I wonder why do we only celebrate his death and resurrection this one weekend of the year. 呃，当我今天就是在复活节当中的时候，我突然就在纳闷，为什么我们只是在这一周来庆贺主的复活呢 ？Christianity isn't about being good and bad and following rules. 其实啊，我们的基督信仰并不是只是关乎好的和不好的一套规矩。But we were once dead and we are now alive. 但我们曾经如死一般。And that's what we get to celebrate. 这是我们今天庆贺的原因。And when we have him in our hearts. We are daily coming back to life every single day. His life is in us. 的时候，就是他的生命在我们里面。我们每一天都活得不一样。So today, I want to share a short message on Romans five. 今天我想要简短的来分享罗马书第五章的信息。I feel like the message of the gospel is tied between the Garden of Eden and the Garden of Gethsemane. 啊，我感觉就是整一个福音的信息，就是在伊甸园和克西马尼园之间所发生的故事。And for some of you, I might go into a little bit more detail、um, that you already know about. 啊、uh, ，那当你们如果要是了解更多的信息的话，你们也可以啊、uh, 回到圣经自己来查考。And for others, maybe you've never heard this before. 啊、uh, ，但我们当中也有一些人，或许你从来没有听过。But one of the things in my Christian walk, for sure, and maybe many others, is The struggle with guilt. That, uh, 但是对我个人来说，我相信我们当中其他很多人也是一样，他们的一个个人的经历当中，就是经常的与羞愧来抗争。I've, I've met many people who follow Jesus and love Him with all His heart, but they suffer from guilt and shame. 我认识许多的人，他们爱主，跟随主，但是他们却时常的挣扎在那个羞愧感里。And sometimes it's hard to believe, and maybe it's human nature that God has forgiven us. 这其实，在我们人性当中是很特别的一点。其实呢，神已经饶恕了我们。But I think one of the bigger issues is it's harder for us to forgive ourselves. 但是更大的一个问题是我们很难原谅自己。You see, God didn't come to save you to condemn you. 神是来拯救，但却不是来定罪你的。I remember when I was young and I would、um, do things that were wrong. 我还记得当我小的时候，当我做事犯了错。I'm not the quick type to think of a story, to think of a lie to cover it up. 我并不是一个马上就想一个谎话去圆场的一个人。And I would go to my parents and I'm going to my mom and saying, "I'm sorry, did this." 我会直接的跑到妈妈面前说，妈妈，对不起，我做了这几错这个错事。I remember every single time I apologize and I ask for forgiveness, my mom would say, "It's okay." My dad would say, "It's okay." 我记得我每一次这样和妈妈说的时候，我的妈妈都说没有关系的。当我说对不起，我实在抱歉。And our heavenly Father is so much like our own Father. 我们在天上的父比我们在地上的父母还更饶恕我们。When we confess, He forgives us. 当我们认罪，他原谅。But the challenge is, God can't heal what you continue to hide. 但问题就是，神无法来医治你。当当你隐藏的时候 ，See guilt comes when you cross a boundary. 当羞愧感来的时候 ，You cross a line, you break a rule. 你就会打破 ，You break a commitment. 你会打破你一个约定。And when it comes to guilt, especially spiritual guilt, 当我们提到属灵里面的那个羞愧感 ，It's less about what we've done. 不是关乎我们做了什么 ，But it's more about who we are. 是更关乎我们是谁。You see, because we're born guilty. 
因为我们好像出生就是有罪的。So our in nature is to hide. 所以我们的本性就是来隐藏。When we go back to the beginning of Adam and Eve, 当我们回到亚当和夏娃的时候, in the Garden of Eden, 在伊甸园的时候, you see what they began in the Garden of Eden. 你看到他们是怎么样在伊甸园开始的。Jesus had to finish. 耶稣会来成就这一切。You didn't realize how much they messed up until they met Jesus. 你知道他们完全不明白他们究竟有搞得有多杂，直到耶稣来到。You see, when Eden was created, it was a perfect utopia. 伊甸园是一个完全完美的乐园。It was a free gift to Adam and Eve to live and to be. 是白白的给亚当和夏娃来享受的。And God created, He thought, I need a, I need man. 那神来创造的时候，他就说，我需要人。And so He took some dirt. And he breathed life into it. See, it wasn't even the oxygen that was important. It's his breath of life. And so even today, as we're facing the situations that we're facing, can you imagine if his breath of life is breathed upon that situation? Can you imagine the dirt in your life and he breathes his life onto it? God has called you, he wants all of you. He wants to breathe his life on you. So then Adam has dominion over all the earth and he's asked to name all the animals. Imagine if God kept it as that and the world was animals and men. Can you just imagine? But God in his infinite wisdom brought women. And he said, he needs a helper. And women, it didn't say he needed a harasser. I will be guilty of that. But God was calling up for a partner and a helper. So at this point in the garden, Adam and Eve are naked, they're transparent, they're vulnerable. Uh, uh, and there's no shame. Until who comes into the picture? So God told Adam and Eve, there's only two things you need to do in this garden. Or you can't do. You can't eat from the tree of life. And the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So the snake came. And the snake was speaking to Eve. How do you know a snake is speaking to you? Has has anyone heard a snake speak to them? The snake's single purpose in life is to question what God has spoken into your life. We're not talking about a serpent going and speaking to you this way in this day and age. But what is that small voice inside of you that begins to question what God has spoken and what God has promised? You see, sin is not a behavior. 
It's much deeper than that. Sin is a belief. Sin, you are, when you sin, you are saying, I don't believe his word. I don't believe what he's spoken over me. I need to take matters in my own hands. I, I need to eat this fruit so I can be like God. Because we think what God has planned for us, He's limited us, and we can do way better without Him. But that's not true. Because what God has promised and spoken is for our future and for our good. So, so the moment that Adam and Eve eat this fruit, sin enters the equation. They notice their nakedness and they run and hide. They're banished from the garden forever. You see, their sin didn't just affect them. It affected the bloodlines and generations after them. We all live with guilt and sin long before we sinned. Because we came from the bloodline of Adam. And you might think, that sucks, I didn't have a choice. I think if we put ourselves in Eve's position, we may have answered the same way and failed the same way. But you see, God chose this journey to show us His amazing love for us and His grace for us. What is justification? In Romans 5, when Jesus died on the cross, he satisfied God's payment for our sins. So that when I put my trust in Jesus now, I am right standing with God. And as a result, Jesus imputed, that's a new word for me too, a bit of a theological word. He imputed all his righteousness into us. What does imputed mean? Because this is not a banking term for a banker. To take something that belongs to someone and credit it into someone else's account. In the natural, we would get fired in the banking world. But Jesus imputed, he took what was his and put it in our place. So that when he sees us, he doesn't see our problems. He doesn't see our sin. Rather, he sees the righteousness of Jesus Christ in our lives. So he gave us what we could never buy. See, you, you were all born with guilt the day you came into this world. But, but you were justified through him. 
Through his sacrifice on the cross. I want to leave with you five promises that you will receive as believers. Let's look at Romans 5. Number one, Romans 5. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. His first promise to us as a believer is we will have peace. When we are in right standing with God, we have peace. See, we live in a world today where we don't understand the pain that people go through. And the only antidote to that is the peace that surpasses understanding. And that's only a peace that he can give us. Number two, Romans 5, 2, it says, Through him we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. His second promise to us is access. We are justified, we have access to God. We don't need to pray to Mary, go through a priest, go through your pastor for access. You have direct access to God. You have access because he sacrificed. Because he loves you. Pastors and leaders will fail you. That's why he's given you direct access to him. Number three, Romans 5, the second part of verse 2. It says, Both because we have hope in the glory of God. Third promise to us is we have hope. We can boast in his hope. We don't grieve as the world grieves because we have hope. This hope becomes an anchor for our soul. This hope is eternal. Number four, Romans 2, verses 3 to 5. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. His fourth promise to us is confidence. We can have confidence. We might not understand what God is doing every single time. And, and we might think that God is punishing us. But rather, he's preparing us. 
但相反的, we need to glory in our sufferings. Because suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance develops character and character hope. And because I have been justified by him, his righteousness is not based on my own deeds. But it's been given to me. And so when I am faced with suffering, I know it's been a setup. Because he's preparing me. I have a confidence every day that God is setting me up to make me stronger and stronger. Because suffering brings perseverance. Lastly, number five, Romans 2, verse 6. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will someone die for a righteous person. Though for a good person, someone might possibly die, dare to die. But God demonstrates his love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. 所以因为我们还软弱的时候，基督就按所定的日期为罪人死，为义人死是少有的，为人人死，或者有敢做的。唯有基督在我们还做罪人的时候，为我们死。神的爱就在此向我们显明了。This is powerful. Since we have been been justified by His blood, verse nine. How much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through Him? For while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son. How much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only is this so, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. 九到十一节,现在我们既靠着他的血称义,就更要借着他免去神的愤怒。因为我们做仇敌的时候,且借着神儿子的死与神和好,既和好,就更要 his fifth promise for you is the love of God. We can now, because of what was done on the cross, experience the love of God. When I became a mom, I learned to love in a way that I've never loved before. I remember when Sophia was very young. And she had a very bad infection. And she's laying in the hospital. And they were trying to do an IV on her, but she was like 11 months old. The poor girl has like three nurses and a doctor holding her down because she's squirming and they have to keep her still for an IV. So three adults are holding an 11-month-old down. And I'm watching helplessly because there's nothing I can do. And at at that point, you go, I wish I could change spots with my daughter. I wish I could take her place. And you would do everything so that your child didn't need to suffer. 
你愿意付上所有的代价，所以你的孩子不至于受苦。As a parent, that shouldn't even be a second thought for us, right? 作为父母，或许你都不会有第二个意念，就是这个想法了。But one thing I know，那是有一件事我知道，is that I would never give my daughter for someone else。就是我永远不会把我的女儿给任何其他人。I would never sacrifice my daughter for someone else。我永远不会为着其他任何的人来牺牲我的孩子。But that is what our heavenly Father did for us. This is what the reckless love of our Jesus compelled him to do. He loved us because we deserved it. He loved us because that's who he is. That is his nature. See, he gives his righteousness to us. And because of that, we are in right standing with him today. And because we are in right standing, we've got peace. We've got access to him. We've got hope. We've got confidence. And we can experience his love every single day. And you might say, Rebecca, that sounds almost too good to be true. It does. That's because it's called grace. Grace does not give you the permission to sin. Grace doesn't excuse sin. What grace does is empowers righteousness. It empowers our spirits to respond in a different way. I'll finish with this last verse, Romans 5:19. And this ties it from the Garden of Eden to the Garden of Gethsemane. For just as through the disobedience of the one man, who is Adam. The many were made sinners through the disobedience of the one man, Jesus, the man who made righteous. Let me read that again. For just as through the disobedience of the one man, the many were made sinners through the disobedience of the one man, and through this one man, you'll be made righteous. So this verse is talking about the one man being Adam, which led to disobedience. But the one man, Jesus, who has made us righteous, what makes Jesus different? Why, why didn't someone else die for us? Because Jesus was not a son of Adam. We came from the lineage of Adam, so we were born guilty and with sin. But God, in His infinite mercy and grace, in His high ways, Jesus was born to the Virgin Mary. Why was it significant that he, she was a virgin? Because the Holy Spirit impregnated her. And as a result of that, Jesus did not come from the seed of Joseph. 
didn't have the DNA of Adam or anyone before him. Jesus, Jesus wasn't born broken or sick. He was born righteous and whole. See, the only way that we are saved today is that by qualifying Jesus as the perfect atoning sacrifice. It couldn't have been done any other way. He didn't come to this world to cover our sins, but to cancel our sins past, present, and future. See, Jesus, just like Adam, had his temptation tested in the garden as well. And this test came in the garden of Gethsemane. See, Jesus prayed in anguish before he died. And he said, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Jesus was posed with the option of whether he should just let go and whether or not to obey what his father was doing. And he knew that obedience was not going to be easy. But he chose that what day to obey his father. Because he prayed, it's not my will, but yours be done. He was crucified and tortured and hung on a cross. His blood was shed for each of us. And when that happened, all of our sin was wiped out and cancelled once and for all. If you really think about it, the whole story of the Bible is about these two gardens. In Eden, Adam took a fall. In Gethsemane, Jesus took a stand. In Eden, God sought Adam. But in Gethsemane, Jesus sought God. In Eden, the devil led Adam to a tree that resulted in our death. But in Gethsemane, Jesus went to a tree that resulted in our life. So today the decision is yours. Are you going to continue to live in out of sin? Or Jesus' salvation? Adam was formed from the ground. Jesus was formed in heaven. Adam was the king of creation. But Jesus is the king of the new creation. Adam brought a curse. But Jesus brought a blessing. Adam brought pain. But Jesus has brought purpose. Adam brought guilt. But Jesus brought grace. 
Adam brought death. But Jesus brought us life abundant. And as a result, your sins are canceled today. And just as we sung earlier, this is His amazing grace for each of us. This amazing grace empowers us to live like Jesus. And it doesn't matter if you've been running away from God. And it, or it, maybe you're in a relationship with God, but you feel like you haven't experienced Him. God is calling your name today to come as you are. Even as Jesus was hanging on the cross, the the murderer next to him says, "Jesus, I want to come into the kingdom." And Jesus says, "I will see you there." See, to Jesus, it isn't about how long you followed him, how many good things you've done, how many righteous things you've done. He takes us wherever we are, however we are, however broken we may be, all the pieces he takes us as we are. And on this resurrection Sunday, as he speaks his life into us, we declare it not only in your situations that you're facing, in the relationships in your life, maybe about your past. But also, I feel God wants to bring life and healing into your physical bodies. Because He wants us to be whole, body, spirit, and soul. So why don't we all stand? And let's just come as we are. God, the amazing thing is God sees our hearts. He sees us exactly as we are. We don't need to raise a hand or come forward or take a step. But I want you to take a moment right now. And I want you to say to God, just as I am, and open your heart to Him because He's there. You don't need to find him. You don't need to search for him. You don't need to run to him. Because his arms are open, ready to embrace you. Let's take a few minutes and just respond to God ourselves.
first verse again and if you want to appreciate and receive this grace lift both your hands and let it flow into your heart and into your spirit many of us have done this many will do it for the first time but there's an amazing grace available and it's available here right now this morning Give us hope and life and freedom. Abundantly. More than what we have even now. Beyond what we could imagine. Father, with our hands open. We receive this grace. We receive it anew. We We receive it in a deeper measure than we've ever experienced before. We recognize our need for grace. And we receive it generously. Thank you for breaking the lies that have been spoken over us. May your truth continue to set us free. This morning we thank you that truth is a person. May we walk into the fullness of who you've created us for. 
，求你帮助我们可以完全进入你所造我们要进入的那个丰盛。Grateful hearts， 带着感恩的心。We thank you for the cross。我们谢谢你的十字架。And we praise you for the empty grave。我们也为着这空坟墓来感谢你，来赞美你。In Jesus' name。奉耶稣的名。Amen。Amen。